Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds with Mythos Unit. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be running the game for tonight as the Game Master. Starting my left and going clockwise around the table, we have... Hello, I'm Harry, and I'll be playing Flan Franklin Blackmore. No, Franklin Blackmore. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. I'll be playing Quincy Adams. Hi, I'm John. I'll be playing Chip Adams. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'll be playing Adam Lavender. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying what everyone's thinking. I'm Yvette, and saying what everyone's thinking, um, I'm also playing Thalestra. Sweet. Franklin Blackmore is actually the sentient side of beef that has become a police officer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Damn it, Franklin! You're a loose cannon, but by God, you're a delicious cop. <laughs> uh, by the way, you guys invited me to the barbecue, but it doesn't uh, list options for food. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Blank I think, think you'd have a great relationship with Buttermaker. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, butter he, he bases me constantly. Yeah. Every time I go to the office... Always, rub, always rubbing shoulders always with that guy. Shoulders. Gosh. If the police force doesn't work out, you can always uh, stake your claim as a private ribeye. <laughs> oh, God! You also stake your claim! <laughs> oh, the one-two punch just knocks you out. Oh... Oh, the game's over. God, God. Yeah, I was gonna cut everything out, but then that amazing like wordplay happened. Oh, now it has to you have to leave this in. Yeah. All right, this so. is B-roll gold, Jerry. Oh. So anyway, um, let's get to it then. So last time we left off, you guys had investigated what appeared to be yet another vampire attack, but it seemed to be different circumstances than the first one that you guys had been investigating of a couple days ago. And after looking into some of the clues and stuff, you believe that a woman named Elizabeth Chambers might have more going on than meets the eye, but with not enough sufficient evidence to actually accuse her of everything, you decided to follow the vampire's trail, which led you to an abandoned construction site where a couple yeah. of individuals had been... Well, they were outside, and they seemed to be involved with some kind of pest control type thing. And they told you that not to go inside because they were working on some stuff, but you called their bluff. They tried to pull guns on you, but you quickly disarmed and uh, knocked them out. And that's when you realize that there's something going on on the inside. And Thalestra and Quincy, through your tremor sense, you realize two things. One, that there are multiple men inside carrying some sort of wrapped bundle between them. Uh large enough to be maybe a small-ish person. And the second thing you noticed is that there is the faintest sense of magic that seems to be rumbling through the earth beneath your feet. But we're going to leave you for just a moment because we need to go to one individual, Adam Lavender, who has been absent for the last game, and now I'm going to explain why. Meanwhile, across town... So, Adam, you went to, into work earlier this morning, uh, and you were greeted by... Police, well, the superintendent, James Hightower. Lavender, we have an issue going on downtown that needs somebody to investigate. We have several things going on, in fact, but this particular incident be we believe might be suited to a lone police officer as opposed to multiple. There is a sphinx that is holding up traffic at the moment. He has parked himself in the middle of the city street, and as a result, he is refusing to let cars go by. So, we need somebody to go down and... Well, my, from what we hear, it's demanding that people answer its riddles. So we were hoping that you might be able to go down and, well, reason with this creature. And I have see a what bit you of experience do. with riddles. I see. Well, that's good to hear. It sounds like you're just the man for the job. 
So with that, um, basically you were directed to the location, and you immediately hear it before you see it, just this loud honking of horns and people just laying into them as people are shouting at each other. Just this traffic jam that seems to be going on for like a solid city block. Wow. And at the end of it is maybe this, yeah, massive beast, maybe uh, 40 foot feet long from its head to its tail, lying down lengthwise across the entire uh, span of traffic just refusing to let anybody go by. And as you get closer, it has the majestic golden body of a lion, fur visibly rippling in the breeze. And as you go get closer, you see that its head goes up to form this, you know, massive humanoid face with um, dark brown skin and this regal pointed nose. And it regards you with these, yeah, dark, almost onyx-colored eyes as you approach it cl uh, closer and closer. All right. Um, I guess no sense in being subtle. Uh, I'm gonna take out my police badge, mm. um, and I, I guess I'm just wearing a police vest and everything. Uh, Inspector Lavender, Mythos Unit. Uh, uh, <laughs> is there any way I can convince you to get out of the road, please? I pass for no man or creature. Hmm. If you wish to have these lowly mortals. And it regards everybody like all the cards with a massive sweep of its paw. Oi, fuck you too, buddy! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're more, you guys are more than welcome to be uh, civilians caught in the traffic jam. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to my speech lesson! <laughs> um, if you wish to have these mortals pass, answer my riddle. For each riddle you answer, one may pass. But in a thousand thousand years, no mortal has ever bested me in a game of riddles. <clears throat> Bit of a tall order, but all right. Now then, for your first riddle. I have four legs in the morning, <laughs> two at midday, and in the evening. I really like to imagine that, like, Lavender instinctively knows the answer, but, like, just to be sure, pulls out a smartphone and just starts looking it up. <laughs> what am I? He's like, just holding his fucking Alexa up. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, I think, <clears throat> after due consideration, the answer must be man. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! And, yeah, it's just pounding the ground with one of its paws, and how... In a thousand years, no one has ever passed that! Mm, mm. Very well. Lucky okay. guess, mortal. And it raises the pod, one of the cars goes underneath, going through. Thank <laughs> you! Paw down. Oh, for fuck's sakes! For your <clears throat> second riddle. I occur once a second, twice in a week. I am never seen in a month and return once a year. What am I? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, mean, I do too, yeah. Yes, I do as well. Uh, the letter E. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on! And it's just, yeah, um, just pounding the ground again, tail whiplashing back and forth and like, <sighs> smashing into buildings. Fine, but I have a thousand more riddles, mortal, and I shall best you yet. So this goes on for maybe a couple hours, and this thing is just getting more and more frustrated because you get it every single time. Like, maybe these riddles were tough a thousand years ago, but everybody has heard them by this point. <laughs> this so, is the saddest possible thing. By the time, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, weirdly, he has like a modern one, but it's just like replaced car with like carriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so finally, um, yeah. There are sheep a... on either side, <laughs> and wolves, and a boat. Damn it, I forgot that one. <laughs> um, and it is visibly sweating, eyes darting back and forth towards the end. What has two hands on its face and no arms? <sighs> a clock. What is, uh, what is clad in mail, never clinking, never thirsty, ever drinking? A fish. Fine, my very well. My final riddle, my greatest one ever seen. What's in my pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Why did the crocodile cross the Nile? <laughs> to get to the other side? That's it! Fine! Fuck it! I'm going home! And it just gets up and grabs this massive sort of trilby hat, puts it on its head, conjures up a briefcase, grabs it in its humanoid mouth, and just paws down the street, uh, tail whiplashing furiously from side to side, the sh- ground shaking with every step. Where did he get a briefcase? He magicked it out of thin air. Okay. What kind of haberdasher makes a hat that good? <laughs> <laughs> mystical. Well, we've met a mystical spider tailor, so I'd imagine that maybe he also dabbles in haberdashery. I see. So yeah, looks like the problem's resolved, and now all the cars are going through the massive space where the Sphinx once was. Who's the mystical spider tailor? Uh, Silas. Robot spider. Okay. It's like if it's a mystical spider person, I should go to mm. Competition. I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> hey, Silas is nice. He made my kid clothes. I have suspicions that Silas knows more than he lets on. Probably evil, but whatever. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah. Okay. I've been doing this for hours. So I think I'm just gonna go and have lunch. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you head over to. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say there are a couple places nearby. Um, what are you in the mood for? Uh, oh my god, a big steaming pile of mac and cheese. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, there's a mom and pop shop nearby that does comfort food. Like, right. they've got pot pies and vegetable soup and stuff like that. The so. proprietor's been standing outside watching this whole thing go down, like you're hearing a cup of coffee, and like when you go, he's like, that's a bit fucked, isn't it? <laughs> sure. Harry, you can be the owner if you yeah. want. But, well, what can you get? I've had a bit of a uh, business. It's, you know, traffic jam. But, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, no, never a dull day in this city, huh? Uh, no, not anymore, at least. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I think I've heard it. I'll, I'll have a pint of lager and uh, uh, mac and cheese if you got it. Coming right up. Hmm. Okay. So, um, about uh, 15 minutes later, you are loaded up with liquid carbs and uh, solid carbs. Uh, so, between the two of those, you sit down balance. and dig in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's as you finish up the lager, the last bits of foam at the bottom of the glass traveling down your throat, that um, you get a call incoming from uh, HQ. <laughs> Hello? It's Lavender. Hmm. Lavender. Uh, how did the... Um... <clears throat> How did the issue with the Sphinx go? It was a bit long and drawn out, and uh, honestly a little depressing, but uh, it's been <laughs> resolved and I don't think it's going to be an issue again. Glad to hear it. We have another issue that is going on at the moment with the rest of your teammates. Essentially, they have been investigating a matter involving a possible vampire attack, and Uh-oh. yeah, after collecting what information they could, they are currently trying to track its location, and they seem to have found themselves in a bit of turmoil nearby. They believe that the Irish Mafia might be involved. Wow, that's extremely serious. Yeah, yeah, uh, say no more, I'm on my way. Very well, thank you. Actually, wait, tell me where they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way! Runs out the shop. 
He gives you the address. It's apparently uh, an abandoned construction site. It's actually fairly close. Should only be like a five minute walk, maybe. I'll jog. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Ooh, uh, what's the Balmer point for police work? Is there one? <laughs> for the th- oh, oh, uh, the Balmer point is a supposedly mythical alcohol BAC. That, discovered by Steve Ballmer back in the 1980s, I want to say, that apparently allows one to write incredible code, but you go over it, you become too drunk to write anything, and before it, you're too timid to really try going for that daring stuff. Okay, good to know. Well, <laughs> this um, is your fact of the day. Thank you, Harry. So, uh, this is where we're going to jump back to the rest of the group as Adam uh, begins jogging down the street, suddenly realizing that he has a belly full of beer and pasta. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, you guys are at the entrance to this uh, big construction site, realizing that something's going on within. And, uh, yeah, if you guys are planning to head inside, this is where we're going to roll initiative. All right. Um, so, question about this construction site. So, is it, like, um, like partially built, fully built, but, like, a skeleton on the inside? Like, what's the status of this place? Oh, we all have skeletons on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, terrifying. Partially built? There is definitely a skeleton of a few things on the inside, but... <laughs> I was right. Mm. We go yeah. actual skeletons working. Mm. Um... But, yeah, basically it's like a full half of the building is almost near completion and the other half is barely started. Like, it seems that it might be, en- like, it's possible, it might be possible to enter, like, just from the outside in a few places, but at the same time, like, there, uh, what's before you is a completed, um, empty doorway and stuff like that. Okay. Nothing made of wood. It's mostly like just pure concrete and pillars and stuff like that. And yeah, it seems as though uh, it the entrance is going into a hallway up ahead. Okay. Um, all right. So you guys have told us about the group of people that are basically carrying out that like yeah. sheet. Blackmore has a plan, but he needs time to sort of set it up. So he quickly says like, "All right, if I have some time to do my insubstantiability, I could probably run through the building and cut them off." The restaurant, you can go over. You, Valestra, you can go over the building and help me. Um, Adams's, you can probably follow up behind and we'll get them in a pincer maneuver. Adams. Hmm. Yeah. Adams's. Uh, that sounds fine to me. All right, so... No uh, as good a plan as any. All right, well, so in order for this to work, I need two full actions in order to get everything running. Unless, Chris, you can allow me to have my powers, like, pre-selected in that, like, small lull between taking out the two guys there and... Shit going down. I'll allow it. All right. And if anybody else wants to redistribute their powers and stuff like that, you're welcome to. Nope. Okay. And yeah, it's as you guys are talking the strategy that Adam Lavender comes running up. <laughs> Hello, team. No, you had a lunch pint. <laughs> I was just around the corner uh, and I got a call from HQ. Mm. I hear there's some uh, organized crime. Yeah, it's the McCarthy family. We have a reason to believe that they're somehow involved in this vampire attack that we've been looking into. Uh, there's a couple guys going into there. They're basically going to they look like they're carrying something out. Me and Delester are going to try and head them off on the other side using our abilities. You guys can come up. We can get them in a pincer room. Also, as Adam Lavender pants for breath, Franklin, you smell the air. You know the exact vintage and the distillery that it came from. <laughs> Experienced alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that you actually knew anything about alcohol. They partook of it. Well, I, no, well, that's why I knew he had a lunch pot, because I recognized someone running on a belly full of lager. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Nope. I don't know anything about particular beers. I just know the signs oh. of it. Mm. Sounds great. All right. So, um, would everybody please roll for initiative? So okay. roll two d ten and add your initiative score. All right. Uh, Which is lit. Dexterity. Um, no, like I mean. Oh, oh sorry. Never mind. Oh wait, no sense, right? And there you go. Okay. So that's an eight for um, Philestra. Thirteen. Fourteen. Also thirteen. Eighteen. All right. So just a- um, I assume D and D rule style. Whoever has, if two people have equal, whoever has higher base sense goes yes, first. Yes, you're absolutely correct, Joey. And uh, John, you got a fourteen. You said. Yep. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah, this thing's a huge thing. It's twelve. Okay. Uh, that is everything. Harry goes before me. Okay. Oh, that's what you're checking. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So, uh, yeah, I've got an initiative sorted. So, Adam, you are going to be starting us off with an initiative score of 18. Great. So we're going into kind of a shell of a building, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, great. Uh, so Adam has a uh, hide in plain sight. Um, so I think he's going to pull out his pistol and lay low. So uh, stealth in this game, do I roll it ahead of time or... Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay, great. So I think he's just going to go in and, and try and make himself scarce. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and that's... Right. Yeah, also, the hallway directly in front of you is running horizontally. And as you poke your head inside, you can see a couple of things. To your far left, there seems to be a staircase that's going up to some sort of an incomplete upper floor, as well as a doorway off to the left by the staircase, but also another doorway to the right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, given that he doesn't know the layout of the place, I think he's just going to wait for other people to to make point. But uh, I got a 19 in stealth. 19, very nice, okay. So, um, drawing your pistol? Yes. Okay, uh, drawing your pistol, uh, you creep forward into the building and, yeah, take up a point directly inside the doorway, um, just keeping an eye out and getting... I'll say that you can delay your action, if you like, and move with the others should they choose to go further. Sure, yeah. Okay, awesome. And, uh, yeah, next, um, you guys actually hear a number of things going on, like... Um, Quincy and Thalestra, both of you feel that rumbling once again, and through your trauma sense, you can actually feel there's this sort of larger space beyond the doorways, like this larger, maybe open space, but yeah, things are happening, and the ground itself is moving and just sort of shooting up here and there, forming, like, walls and barricades and stuff like that, like, boom, 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 boom. Ah, the waist-high cover is is (laughs) rolling. Uh, it's turning into the grounds for a first-person shooter, without a doubt. Yes. Um, yeah, and that's what you feel, and you can also sense this group of people that are coming up a staircase from this smaller sort of, yeah, subterranean room, like a basement, and they're moving across the space at high sp- as quickly as they can, carrying the bundle between them. Sorry, not supernaturally fast. No, um, as fast as normal people go. Yep. Sorry, are they coming towards us or away from us? Away from you. Okay. Guys. All right, uh, so who's next? Um, after them, it then goes to Chip. All right, I can see them. Um, if you ch- uh, these two sense them through their tremor sense doing this, um, basically you just see like a horizontal hallway and you hear a whole bunch of vibrations from the next room, like a small earthquake is going on. All right, um, I assume that somebody with tremor sense is pointed in the direction that mm-hmm. we're going. Yeah, I, I, I move in that direction. Okay. 
Um, and then it's going to go to Quincy and Franklin. Uh, may I ask for your sense scores to both of you? Three. Uh, two. Okay, so Franklin, you're going to go first. All right, so Franklin basically, like, seeing that the situation has sort of gone down, he basically assigns his powers. Okay. Uh, so the ones that are important for now is I've assigned ones to my insubstantiability yep. and improved smell. Okay. So basically, uh, I'm going to cat like so. We've been tracking the the blood that was fallen off of this vampire. Mm-hmm. I'm basically just going to continue tracking that using my smell to okay. sort of get an idea of where they are. Okay. Uh, and then I am going to uh, go. I'm going to turn insubstantial. Yeah. And that's unfortunately a full action activation. So okay. I, that's my turn. All right. And Quincy, then it goes to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Let's see. So I know generally where they are, right? Yes. How? Where are they in relation to uh, Alad- Lavender? Mm. Like, is he in trouble? Like, are they going to mm, run? No, up no. Um, Lavender is just ahead of you guys. He's delaying his action to move in until um, somebody who knows more about the situation can take the lead. Right. I will walk directly inside. Okay. <laughs> and there are there seem to be three avenues. There's the staircase leading to the upper floor, as well as the doorways on either side. You can reach the end of both of them and get a look inside visually. Uh, with your full move action. Mm-hmm. Yes, John. So, sorry, where did I actually go? Um, uh, you said that you're you were going to wait for somebody to take the lead. Just to double no, check I said uh, if somebody with Trevor sense knows the way okay. and pointed in that direction, I would go there. Okay. Oh, okay. So you were presented with these options, then, mm-hmm. and then I yeah. follow you, so you determine where we go. Yeah. Where? Uh, what? Given. I, I assume that Quincy gave a general like direction yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so, um, so Chris, just give the options again. Yeah, so there's a staircase that seems to be leading to an incomplete upper floor, as well as two doorways, one on the left side of the hallway and one on the right. Okay, and do I know which direction the other people are in by you? Yeah, um, there seems to be a larger... Or actually, no, I'm still tracking the vampire. You are, yes. So I follow my tracking. Um, yeah, it seems to be leading directly into the next larger room. The smell is coming from there. Um, but yeah, you have these three options to... Yeah, you can either go from the left, the right, or the staircase. You're not sure what'll happen if you choose one of these. Or okay. what sort of view will, you'll be prevented with. And I'm following you. Presented with, I should say. Okay, well, um, I'm... Slice the pie. Slice the pie. I'm gonna go to the left. Okay, so, um, yeah, blunderbuss drawn. You charge forward into the building, going directly to the left. Uh, Adam, are you going to be following him? Yeah. Okay, so the two of you then go ahead. Um, yeah, uh, quickly uh, making your way towards there. And yeah, as you go in, uh, head into the area, you can see that this area is like the gutted, hollow expanse of what the building would be. Like, this could be the main room or something else. An entire corner is completely non-existent, facing, like, the dirt and the, you know, abandoned construction site outside and stuff like that, sunlight streaming in. You can see that this room, the concrete floor, has been forcibly warped and shifted to form waist-high barricades and stuff like that, and walls here and there and things to provide all kinds of, like, tactical terrain advantage and stuff. It is maybe like a full movement action away in order to reach them. And you can see that there are four men who have drawn weapons and are taking up positions behind these barricades and stuff like that. With one of them even taking up a position behind a pillar off to the left. And another one is uh, hiding behind this massive sort of crane-like contraption off to the right. In addition, you also see beyond them four other men 
two of them carrying this wrapped bundle between them as they are hurrying towards this open van marked with the insignia of the false business that you saw earlier. And yeah, they're running towards it. It looks like they might reach it in a turn or two if they uh, hurry. Okay, so the, do I use all of my movement and my standard action? To... Um, you use your movement, you still have your standard action, both cool. of you. Hmm. Bark of command. Yep. On the guys carrying the package. Huh. Drop the package! Okay. Um, and since I'm moving along with this guy, yeah. I am there too. Uh, yep. I'm not going to do... I can't really do anything. From not until my... I get closer. Not until yeah. I get closer. So if I'm going to use my other action, that while he's doing that, I'm going to keep moving forward towards them. Okay. Um. All right. So... Uh, you, that's what you're gonna do. Okay. And so the three, so you use your bark of command, and, uh, yeah, just, On their is, action if they don't. Right. And it is perception range, correct? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Yes. And they have to be able to understand English. Yes. Uh, all right. Cool, cool, cool. And Adam, are you gonna do anything for your standard action? Hmm. Oh no, they only understand Irish! <laughs> <laughs> I would actually think if they're using just a bunch of unpaid labor, it'd be a bunch of guys like speaking Slavic because they're Polish. Mm. Um, hmm. Uh, so there's two of them. Do they have the the two that are not walking towards the van? Do they have guns drawn? Mm. Um. Are they like threatening or anything? Can they have a seen? Yeah. Um, so basically, there are four men behind these barricades that have been formed, and they all seem to have seen you. Mm. In addition, there are also yeah. yeah. And beyond them, there are four other men, two of them carrying the package, and the four of them are moving towards this van. I see. But the four who are closer to us haven't actually seen us yet. Um, the four who are behind the van. Oh, no, sorry, they've seen us, but they, they aren't doing anything yet. Uh, they seem to be waiting. They ha- they're they drawing their weapons, and they're getting them locked and loaded. Two of them seem to have pistols. Um, another one seems to have a submachine gun, and the fourth one has a uh, shotgun with the, um, yeah. Sawed off. Yeah, a saw off. Thank you, Harry. Great. I'm going to, uh... Focus my eyes on the one with the sawed-off shotgun. Cool. Uh, and they are going to need to make a will save. Excellent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here comes the good shit. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I forgot you have mind control. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even mind control. It's just straight-up body puppeteering. No, they... Okay. Um, what is the saving throw? Just to double-check. Uh, um, 16. Okay. Um... Who wins? Uh, Ty goes to the attacker. Oh, yes! Yes, oh. baby! So, um, yeah, you reach out mentally, and the guy just sort of... And he said, what the fuck? What the fuck? And oh, no, yeah, he, the barrel begins to drop. He can't talk. <laughs> or, okay, he doesn't say anything, but yeah, he's just, um, his, you immediately just uh, concentrate a little, and his teeth just grind together, because mm-hmm. you know he can't say anything, and... Yes, but nevertheless, when it's his turn, um, some interesting things are going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, after you uh, do that... Uh, Top of the order? Um, actually, no. Um, so, Quincy, uh, just double... Or, sorry, not Quincy. Uh, Franklin. Yeah. You've used your full action to go insubstantial. Yes. Quincy, um, so you've got... Um, have you moved with these two over here? So, uh, I moved... Because we moved... Together, me and uh, Chip moved together, and then mm-hmm. when he used Barker Command, I kept going. Okay, okay. So, did I reach anyone, or...? Um, if you want to use both your standard and your move action to just do pure movement, you absolutely can. Okay. I'm going to say that you can run up behind the short barricade that the two men are hiding behind. One is the submachine gun, the other has the shotgun. Okay. Um, you can go behind the pillar where the guy with the pistol is, or you can go behind the crane on the other side the other fellow with the pistol is. Uh, I'm gonna go behind the crane. Okay, cool. Sounds so, good. So, all of a sudden, Quincy, like, stands up straight and just starts busting out these sick parkour moves. 
Um, yeah, just, um, all of a sudden, um, as a firefight is getting ready to break out without warning, um... No, a... Quincy's just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the fellow behind the crane who's getting his pistol, All right, boys, time to spill some blood! And he turns around and he sees Hello? you on the other side. Uh, hello. Um, please surrender. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you! And so, yeah, he's getting ready to... Uh, right, you shoot at me, go ahead. Uh, yeah, he's not going to. That's going to happen on his next turn. And Thalestra, then goes to you. Okay, um, so are we already inside the building? Uh, everybody else has gone. Everybody else has gone inside. So, for reference, the, the plan that Blackmore basically yeah. said is, like, I'll go through the yeah. building and get around them. You can probably climb over and yeah. come back around. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, basically crawling along the wall. Okay, um, which direction? Are you going to go from the left side of the building, the right side, or up and up over? What's the most direct route? Um, judging by your tremor sense, maybe the most direct route would be from the left-hand side. Okay. Okay, so, um, shedding your human guise, you morph into your, uh, yeah, spider form, and you... Uh, immediately crawl up and along the wall, just, you know, um, going as quickly as you can, and... <laughs> what if each of my spider feet had little booties on? Like, do, 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 do. Um, they don't. Okay. Out of curiosity, we discussed what happens when, like, you switch forms. I don't remember if we've actually gone over this. Um, it, I don't know if we've gone over it. It's entirely up to you how uh, the transformation happens. I think it can happen differently every single time <laughs> on my move. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> mimic gun approach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, if you'd like to describe that, you're welcome. In to. this case, Thalestra uh, is dressed kind of like Men in Black style because I think the last thing we did was intimidate that lady. You yep. did, yeah. Um, and uh, when she transforms into her spider form, there's just kind of like the middle section of the shirt just kind of like starts melting, and then Ooh. like the whole thing kind of melts, and then the spider comes out of the middle. That's fun. Yeah. Also, the human shell falls away. Yeah. Also, to clarify, like the Lester looks damn good in a suit. So, just putting that are, out there. Is your suit, like, got the pointy shoulders, or, like, it's just really nice cut, like, sleek suit? Like, yeah. what are we looking yeah. at here? Just, like, an average suit. But mm. it does fit very well, because it's literally made out of skin. Right. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> a, a skin suit, if you will. <laughs> oh. In fact, her entire body... <laughs> So, crawling around, um, you come around to view the battlefield. Make a stealth check for me, please. I don't know if I have stealth. Uh, two d10s. Uh, where did I put my d10s? There you go. 11 plus... Oh, uh, 14. 11 plus 14. Wow. Ooh, 20, 24. Uh, uh, 25. Even oh. better. And... <laughs> No, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> creeping around, you peer over the side, and you can see the entire battlefield. You are on the blind side of all of these guys who are getting ready to rain fire down upon your companions and stuff. Mm-hmm. They do not know that you are there. Great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that, we're going back to the top <coughs> initiative. Adam, That's it is your me. turn once again. Hmm. Well, this has been a kind of a tough situation because they haven't actually fired on us yet, so I don't have. Uh... Any reasonable reason mm. to do anything dramatic? Mm-hmm. Um, you could get the guy to uh, <laughs> unload his his gun. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they, I mean, are, they, shot at they us. are definitely committing crime. Yeah. They are all criminals. Well, you see, he started shooting at us. Now, why did that happen? Well, I took control of his mind and caused him to shoot at us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm. Ah, just divine self defense. Oh, ooh. oh, he missed. Oh, then he shot himself. <laughs> um. Okay. 
Uh, hmm, this is interesting. I guess I am across the room. So what I'm gonna do is very dramatically force this guy to cock his shotgun and then point it at the one next to him. And okay. then Adam is gonna call out, uh, drop your weapons or your friend might do something he'll regret. Okay, um, I'm gonna have you roll Intimidate with advantage. Great. So roll twice and take the better of the two results. Oh, cool. And uh, just add my. I don't have intimidate on my sheet. I okay. guess I didn't take it. Um, if you don't have intimidate on your sheet, use your command modifier. Oh, great. That's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so the first roll is a four. Great. Second one is a seven. <coughs> um, so a twelve. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right, so there is a moment as the fellow with the shotgun levels it at the guy with the submachine gun next to him, and the submachine gun guy looks and, yeah, Phil, Phil, put the gun down, mate. Come on, come on. And but yeah, despite that, uh, Phil finger quotes is <laughs> trembling in place, his eyes wide with terror as his body is not responding to him. And in the short silence that follows, um, yeah. Uh, you just hear a voice from one of the men, sort of this uh, shorter fellow, balding, but uh, with, still with a, you know, a, a bit of a comb over almost. Um, despite his size, his voice seems to ring out through the compound. He shouts, um, do whatever you need to, boys. We'll be getting this one back to the base soon enough. Whoa. Mm. Ruthless. Yeah. And with that, uh, yeah, it then goes to the enemy's turn. And, uh, yeah, basically, what happens next, um, the fellow with the submachine gun is going to run forward, and he is going to, with the butt of his submachine gun, clock the guy with the shotgun right in the head. Oh, Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a hit, and he is going to roll 1d8 for damage. Hmm, okay, yeah, um... Uh, yeah, you puppeteer the shotgun to come up, and the two guns collide against each other at the exact same time. Neither of them go off, but at the same time, the uh, strike was parried. Meanwhile, simultaneously, the, the two guys with the pistols, the one behind the pillar and the one behind the crane, they begin to open fire. One of them directly at you, oh, Adam, shit. because he realizes that you're the one who's doing something. Guide the mage! Yeah, my, my stealth doesn't really work that well when I'm sharing with people. Yeah, um, what is your defense stat? Uh, 14. 14, okay. Um, bullets begin ringing out around your head and you immediately duck behind the door frame, uh, okay. for cover. Meanwhile, uh, the other one behind the crane is going to fire at Quincy. And... We're, like, standing literally beside each other. Yeah, so. or you're on the opposite side of him, but you yeah. can see him through the window of the crane. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, like, I'm, like, waving at him. Yeah, um, yeah, um... What did he get? Uh, an eight. So that oh, is okay. So okay, this... let me let me check to see if my luck field activated. Hi, hello. Uh, hi, hi, it activated. Yes. So describe how it misses. All right. So like I'm waving. I'm like waving at him, <laughs> and then just... I'm like waving at him through the glass, and he like takes like he aims his gun, and then like leans, but turns out wait, what time of day is it? Um, um a little afternoon. Yeah, so like there's a ray of there's like a there's a tiny slit for a window and a ray of light refracts from like one sh what from a coin that has been that fell, <laughs> out, that fell out of Quincy's pocket as he was walking in in, in through the uh, in through the window and yeah. just as he's turning his leaning his head to get a, an angle yeah. he blinds himself and then fires his gun. Ah fuck! 
me! And then, and the bullet ricochets around the cabin of the crane. Quincy apparently keeps very shiny coins. Oh, yes. He polishes them. Ooh, he left that one sitting in a bottle of cola for sure. (laughs) All right, so, uh, after the... And finally, the four guys, um, yeah, the two with the bundle, they're going to continue moving towards the van, at which point... Your bark of command goes off. Uh, roll me damage for that, please. Okay, so that is... Can they resist being knocked prone? Um... Uh, yeah. They just need over 35 effective strength. Jesus. So, wow. technically, yes, but... <laughs> but nah. Yeah. So, 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 you, so, like, let's say the Gasha Delcoro could have been... Could have heard you. It probably could have beaten 35, oh, yeah. oh, right? Yeah. It's effective strength. So, if you have super strength at any level that, like... Boosts it by like whatever you know. Oh, because I have three super strengths. Does that mean you can't use it on me? I don't know. I, I need to look at the numbers. Um, need to crunch the data. That's twelve. Okay, uh, twelve damage for the both of them. All right. So there was a boom, and there is this almost invisible pillar of force that comes down as the two of them are forced to the ground. The bundle collapsing as well, and. Yeah, as they are fighting as hard as they can against the effects of gravity, um, the one other person next to him, uh, he just looks at the smaller man and says, Boss, what the fuck are we supposed to do against a man? And so, we do what we always do, boys. We give them a good time and we show them what the McCarthy family is capable of. And so with that, he raises a hand, almost as if, yeah, making a small gesture, and suddenly the ground rumbles and immediately shoots upward... Um, directly underneath the bundle, forming a ramp that leads to the opening of the truck ahead of them. Mm. And the bundle begins to slide down like a pad of butter slowly melting in the midday sun. But it's starting to pick up speed, and you're thinking that maybe by the end of next round it's going to get into the back of the truck. Okay. And so it's going to go back to you guys. And it is going to go to... The McCarthy family earthbender. (laughs) (laughs) Chip, your turn. Uh, okay. I am going to, um, okay, so, I don't really have a thing that can stop the, the... You could, couldn't you shoot the ramp with your gun that has, like, explosive bullets? I don't think you have explosive bullets is the thing. I was gonna shoot at the tires of the truck. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't actually have explosive bullets on hmm. that. Okay. I mean, it has a stake mode that, mm. that'll pin things to wall. Yeah. <laughs> I only need to miss this thing's heart. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna make a ranged pin attack against. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Against the bundle. I'm gonna say that from this angle, you don't have a good enough view of the bundle as it is traveling down the ramp. Yeah, because th- now I'm thinking about spatially. You're kind of like on this side. Like, assuming the ramp is like here, right? Yes. As, and going it's- down. In, away from you, and it is yeah, exactly. Chip would kind it of is, be like behind it. It right? is going away from you. You can only see like the back of the tallest portion of it. Yeah, so you can hit the ramp. Yeah. Okay, what active threats are there still? Um, there are the four guys ahead of you. One of the me- yeah, two of the men seem to be engaged in melee combat as one of them is trying to take down his friend without killing him. Uh, the other two, uh, there's the one behind the pillar and the one behind the crane. Both of them missing their targets as they're firing at you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll uh, shoot the one behind the pillar, because I, okay. I assume Quincy's going after the one behind the crane. All right, go ahead. Uh, make an attack roll. He is behind cover at the moment, just so you know. That's fine. 
to shoot through the cover. Yeah, I, I actually do a precise shot, so... Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. So in that case, um, yeah, you negate the benefits his cover would provide. So, um, what did you get for your attack roll? Uh, 16. Okay, nice. That's going to hit. Roll me damage for that. Okay. Uh, I wasn't using the penning. I was just using uh, probably the spread. So that's... Uh, you need more d6s. How many more? Uh, two more. That's a lot of ones and twos. Mm. 17 damage. Okay. Um, alright. God damn. So, basically with a BOOM! Uh, suddenly your shots ring out, and the guy who's taking that exact moment to peer around the pillar is suddenly... Boom! And he, yeah, you hear him scream, and Thalestra, from your vantage point, you can see that this guy behind the pillar, like, his entire left side is suddenly just filled with, uh, yeah, uh, rounds from the blunderbuss. And yeah, he is starting to, like, blood is just slowly staining his shirt, but it's gonna look like it's gonna pour down his front in just a sec. Gross. Yeah, exactly. He's Gross. What? Yeah, one more, like... Almost any more amount of damage, and this guy is not going to be long for this world. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, and yeah, so that's what you do, Chip. Uh, Franklin, it is your turn. Okay, so now that I'm in substantial, yeah. I'm basically, so in order for the me, so basically I'm just going to move in like the quickest point A to point B straight line, yeah. basically running through stuff to get to the other side of where this battle is obviously taking place. Okay, sure. So I'm, where would I be if I go through this? Um, basically, um, I'm gonna say that you're gonna be, um, yeah, with your movement, you are going to be actually, you can get right up to the four men near the ramp in the bundle. Okay. Um, is it possible for me to jump into the, uh, so, looking, can I see into the truck? Um, I'm gonna say if you get up to the guys, you can see into the truck. Okay. So, Blackmore is going to make haste over towards the truck. All right. Uh, do I see anyone inside? Um, you can see there is a figure that seems to be in the driver's seat. Okay. Uh, so, Blackmore is going to jump into the truck. Okay, um, I'll say that you can't get to the truck, but you can get close to the truck, like where the rest of the men are. Okay, so then uh, I'm going to get close to the truck. Okay. And um, I'm still going to... So, my insubstantial form, I can't attack. That's true. Can I still use my smoke screen ability? Um, I'm, I'll allow it. Okay, so then uh, what I basically do is I get close enough to the truck, and then I'm basically just going to hotbox this thing. The wow. inside of the truck. Yes. Okay, okay. so, so um, uh, as all of you watch and this gunfire is ringing out and the fight is really starting to begin in earnest, <laughs> suddenly there is this ghost charging through the center of the battlefield as some of the uh, Irishmen begin screaming. So, Jesus, they got a fucking ghost on them! And so with that, you, yeah, charge through the barricade as though they aren't even there, stop next to all the men, and as they turn to look at you, you have inhaled a huge breath and suddenly with a... You fill the inside of the truck with this massive gout of smoke. And on the inside, you can hear the guy, Fuck me! And he just, <coughs> Boss! I can't see shit in here! The ghosts are farting in the air! <laughs> this ghost vapes! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, the worst kind of ghost! Oh, it smells like watermelon! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it actually smells really good! Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so um, for the smoke inhalation, the smoke screen ability just says blow out a thick load of smoke that completely obscures an area in front of the user, blinding the individuals within. Uh, uh, yeah, he's blinded all right, that's all right. for sure. Um, does it have a duration on that, or is it... It doesn't say, but it's one point per rank, so John would it probably just be the obscure power. Um... I'm not sure. It, I, it would yes, count as probably. the obscure power, yes. Okay. It's sustained. Yes, so duration sustained. They would yes. maintain it. All right, okay. so yeah. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm blowing some fat clouds into this van. Yeah, okay. Awesome. All right, and that's what you do for your turn. Mm -hmm. uh, Quincy, it goes to you. All right. Um, so the guy, so the thing separating me and the, this guy is the crane door, Yeah, right? that's correct. All right, I'm going to... Or actually, there is no door on the crane. Uh, the door, uh, yeah, it's just an open area, so to speak. Oh, they just fire directly at me. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk up to him. Okay. So you, are you going to go around the crane or through the cabin? So... How is the cabin laid out? Like, is it just... Uh, it's just, uh, it's pretty simple. Like, it's just a couple feet to hop up, and then you can just, like, go through it pretty easily and then come out the other side. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna hop up and just walk in. Then, okay. And then I'm gonna paralyze punch him. All right, so yeah, you hop up, taking your time with it, just... And, Very literally, yeah. Oh. He's, still, he's still blinking the spots out of his eyes from where you blinded him, <laughs> or where the coin blinded him. And, uh, yeah, so you walk up to him super leisurely. Um, yep, yeah, and I'm going to give him a little poke. Okay. Give him a poke. Um, plus fourteen. Okay. That uh, just a sec. Um. Paralyzed. Um, fourteen versus their fortitude, correct? Uh, Target makes a will saving throw. Will I'd imagine, like, it's an attack, right? Oh, wait, yeah. no, it's an attack, so it would be saving throw against will. Okay. Um, oh, no, so at first it's an attack that needs to hit, so did yes. 14 hit him? 14 does hit him. Yes. Now, so then it's a will now it's Okay. Um, he rolled a 13. Um, and the save is the right. power plus... Uh, target takes minus one, blah, blah, blah. Save, make an attack, targets a will saving throw. It doesn't actually say... It's a saving throw, will, staged. Okay, um, what is uh, what is the rank of your power? Seven. Oh, six. Six. So I'm going to say that six plus ten, sixteen. So he had to make a seventeen or higher to save. So he did not. So, yeah. Uh, so describe how you jab him. Oh, it's like I literally walk up to him. And then I put... And then as he... And so he's like, like trying to like rub the like, light yes, out of his eyes. And so, stand the fuck down, Grandpa! And so... Well... I just put my, I just like, so I, I, I put my fingers all together and like kind of like, yeah. a, like a knife and just like put my, my, and then right up to his solar plexus and then do like a one inch punch into his chest. The Bruce Lee. Okay. How much so, did he say fail the save by? Um, he failed it by three, so he didn't fail it by five or more. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, you just boom and he <laughs> doubles over, um, still clutching his gun, but yeah, uh, he definitely appears to, yeah, have taken an effect from that. So, okay. just double check, uh, you, the effect of your thing is, is it a paralysis or stunning or? Um, the paralysis power says, if the save fails, the target is slowed and can only take a standard or move action each round, not both. Thank you. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So okay. You, so you can shoot at me again. If you want. All right, cool. And then after Quincy, it goes to Thalestra. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so are the baddies carrying the box, uh... Uh, they are no longer carrying the bundle, but it's slowly yeah, it's sliding down the ramp, and it's slowly right. picking up speed. Okay. Um, Just web it up. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. Um, Spider-Man! 
Yeah. Another Thalestra uh, drops down and they begin pointing at each other. <laughs> Into the Thalestraverse. Yeah. Genius. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm gonna use Snare. Okay. Alright. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that you don't need to roll for this. Your aim is good enough that you just concentrate on the bundle and then out of nowhere, completely unexpected everybody, there's just a and yeah, there is this massive webbing that has plastered this bundle to the side of the ramp. And yeah, the short fellow looks over and what the fuck? And he looks around uh, as if trying to see what's going on. And he's gonna make a perception check. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say this is enough. Uh, he looks and he just focuses on you and Oh, so that ain't just humans on their forces now. This is interesting. Uh, where is the short guy located, actually? Um, he's located uh, close to you. He's with the... Oh, he's uh, with the driver. Yeah. Okay. Or, no, he's not with the driver. Um, there are four guys that were... Two of them were carrying the bundle. Uh, he is one of those four guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other two are still on the ground, but it looks like they'll be getting up next turn. Right. So, um, after the Lester, it then goes to Adam, starting things off again. Whew, okay. <clears throat> You're still puppeteering this guy. Yep. Uh, so he is basically wrestling, wrestling um, with yeah. his friend. He's not, they're not engaged in grappling or anything like that. He just parried the hit of the guy as he, tr as the other one tried to pistol with him with the butt of his submachine gun. Wow. Okay. Oh, jeez. A submachine gun. That's scary. Mm. Um, okay. I guess Phil is just going to aim down a little bit. Okay. At his uh, friend's knees or brother's knees or okay. whatever. Okay. Oh. And pull the trigger. Okay. Give him the kneecaps. <laughs> um, so he's gonna make an attack roll. Uh-huh. Eight plus four. Um, yeah, yeah, that hits. So he's gonna roll for damage. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, so, um, yeah, uh, there is a shotgun blast that rings out and an inhuman scream of pain as this guy's knee almost completely disintegrates under the shotgun blast and blood just is spurting out of the open wound. This guy... <laughs> onto his friend who can't control his body. Um, this guy collapses sideways, uh. leaning on the barricade that's popped up, but you're not sure how many threads are keeping this guy's lower leg on the rest of his body. Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're the good guys! <laughs> um, What's police brutality? <laughs> okay, then it's gonna go to the enemies. So... First off, um, your favorite puppet is going to make a will saving throw to try and break free of this. Sure. <laughs> You're going to say he's going to make a will saving throw because he just shot his friend in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm a monster. Okay. Um, yeah, that actually does it. So okay. um, he just... Uh, <sighs> oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you. I'm so sorry, mate. I'm so fucking sorry. And yeah. And the other one... Fell, you fucking cut me. What the fuck you do? Indecipherable Irish argument noises. <laughs> yup. Um, and, and so Phil is gonna look, YOU FUCKING SON OF A BITCH! And so he reloads, aims at you, and BOOM! Uh, fires. You're behind cover, so he's gonna roll twice, and he's rolling with disadvantage at this. Okay. Uh, just a moment. Uh, that is, um... 
Mm, okay, that. Oh, just double check. Was it your defense? Fourteen. Okay, yeah. Um, the shotgun blast rings out. You pull back just in time as it goes over your head and punches into the concrete behind you. So that was a close one. Make no mistake. Okay. Uh, you were almost like Frankie's knee for a second there. Yikes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You almost got the knee treatment. Yeah. Um. Then after him, <laughs> uh, Frankie. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, he's just going to, yeah, um, he's gonna aim his gun over at you as well, Adam, but, yeah, this time it's, let me think, he needs to roll twice? Uh, huh. Wow, um, okay, that actually hits. Uh So, yeah, he is gonna roll for damage with the submachine gun. So, um, alright, what is your toughness score? Uh, what's that? Um, your toughness is, um... There are like four stats. There's toughness, fortitude, will, and reflex. Oh, there was a toughness. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have toughness anymore. Yeah, I think we just have fortitude. No, you guys do have toughness. Uh, I don't feel my sheet. And uh, the one you gave us only has fortitude on it. Yeah, instead of toughness, we just have... You, we have a damage reduction toughness equal to our con mod. Yeah, plus any armor you guys have. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Um, yeah. Okay, what is your uh, con mod fire? Uh, uh, plus two. Plus two, okay. Um, and you have armor at the moment, correct? Um, not on, according to my sheet, I don't. Oh, um, I mean, you guys are equipped with like body armor and stuff like oh, that. Okay. I believe it's worth a plus three or so. Oh, great. Okay, so the bullets ring out, and one of them catches you right in the left shoulder, <clears throat> going past your armor, and you can feel it uh, punch into you a little bit, dealing you only one point of damage. The armor absorbed most of the force, but it still broke the skin, and yeah, you're starting to feel maybe a bit of blood start to warm up. Ooh, ooh, that hurts. It's, it's like a very hot bee sting. Okay. Mm. Ugh, the bees. Yeah. The other two, um, the guy with the pistol is going to change his target and he's going to aim at a chip. So, um, that is a 15 to hit. Okay. Mm. Um, I... Oh, right. You're behind cover, so he's rolling twice. Okay, that is a... Yeah. Uh, that... I don't think that's going to hit. Okay. Yeah, with your defense score. Um, so yeah, these shots ring out over your head as well, Chip. You pull behind cover and reload the blunderbuss as you do so. And finally, um, the guy that Quincy is attacking, um, yeah, he can only, he's going to choose to, basically, yeah, he's going to make a ranged attack in melee, and he's rolling with disadvantage as he does so, because okay. you're right in his face, so he's having trouble aiming. Yeah, yeah. So um, how to roll to see if your luck does this. Nope. Mm, okay. This is just he can't fire. Yeah, so he um, brings it up, but he has difficulty aiming, and he just can't get a beat on you, so he can't fire his gun. Turns out getting punched in the solar plexus. He's, like, he's like trying to aim, I'm just like slowly moving out of it. <laughs> and he's like, arm's like shaking, he's like trying to bring it up to bear on me, and I'm just like moving. But his arm can't move fast enough to keep up with me, okay. so he can't fire. Um, alright, so uh, what happens next is the two men that are down on the ground that took uh, damage from you, uh, Chip, they are going to um, uh, get up from the ground, look around as if, and they're going to hobble over the ramp, pulling out uh, a pair of what look to be box cutters, and they're going to try and begin cutting the bundle free of the webbing. Meanwhile, the other fellow that was standing next to the small man, he's going to also run up to the truck, and he's going to 
Um, yeah, hop inside, take cover inside there, and he's gonna draw his gun and get ready to fire at Franklin, mm. drawing a beat on you, and he's gonna delay his action until you rematerialize. Okay. And finally, the small fellow. All right, all right. Well then, let's see how you like it when you don't have anywhere else to hide. And so he's going to bring his hands up, turn them into fists, and suddenly the walls that Chip and Adam are hiding behind, they're going to rumble and suddenly shoot downwards into the ground, depriving both of you of your cover. Okay. All right. And with that, it's then going to go from the enemies to Chip. So, uh, Chip, you're in the open. Do I have eyes on the small man? Uh, you do, yeah. All right, I load a slug into my magical shotgun. Get cool. the mage! Um, t over 20. Uh, 25? Okay, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, roll me damage for that. All right, uh, that has pen one on it as well. Okay. Um, so... 18. Okay, holy shit. So, um, pulling out... Yeah, well, it's a slug, like, the size of your arm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, um, you pull out your gun, aim it at the guy, and boom! And suddenly there was a... And he is hit full on in the torso. You can see that he must be wearing some kind of body armor underneath his shirt that absorbs the impact and makes sure it doesn't kill him. But at the same time, it is it must be like getting hit with a watermelon being launched at 200 miles an hour. So, yeah, he just um, staggers back, this massive slug dropping to the ground as he bends over, coughing, and you can actually, yeah, see that he, um, his face has gone completely devoid of blood as he is just not for a complete loop with that. Fuck, you really know how to play hardball, don't you, mate? Also, oh. if his earth power is a sustained power, he now needs to make a concentration check. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the base DC is 10 plus power rank, which I don't know how we treat shotguns. Wait, shotguns have, like, an innate power rank, don't right. they? Right. Uh, no, mine is... I'm using the magical shotgun. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's... So annoying. what is the rank of your blast on Eight. that? Oh, fucking hell, man. So he's got to make a DC 18. Yeah, he did not make that. So, um, as oh, he, fuck! Oh, Jesus! And so there's a rumbling, and suddenly the ramp just goes down to the ground, as does uh, the barricades that he set up. So they... And all of his men, they suddenly have no um, cover, whatsoever. cover whatsoever. And the walls that were in front of you and Adam go back up. Oh. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess these were originally... Yeah, these are part of the building, and he moved them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, with that, um, suddenly uh, you have changed the flow of the battle dramatically. Uh, so, after you, it then goes to Franklin once again. Okay, uh, so the guy that's basically ready in action for me to become substantial. Yeah. He jumped in the truck, right? Um... The truck full of smoke? Yes, yes. Okay, so he he's ready in action, but he can't actually see me. Um, yeah, exactly. He right. has cover, but he is, if he sees you, and if you turn substantial, he will roll with disadvantage. Okay. Um, so I'm basically going to use this opportunity to jump in the truck. Okay. Uh, I'm then going to turn substantial again, so yep. he has to hit me. 
So he gets his attack. Okay, so, yeah, you turn substantial. And- I, basically, it's I jump in the back of the truck, and when yeah. I re-turn substantial, like, you can feel the weight shift. Yeah. And that's how he knows that I'm so, there. Okay, yeah, he senses you, and he just it's fires. Not, it's not the person size amount of smoke you displace. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, ooh, what is your defense? Uh, 13. Damn, he manages to hit you. Yeah. So, um, he's gonna roll... He's got a pistol, so he's rolling 1d8. So... Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I've also got my bugbear light armor on. Of course. So I'm just gonna say that it... Yeah, he sees you. Ah! And he just... And it just rebounds off of you and hits the ground. And he's... Fuck me. And... Yeah. Alright, so uh, I'm going to go... Oh, that was a nice trick. I'll show you mine. And I'm going to use my Wraith Touch to reach through the seat and grab him. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> um, you guys are in directly the back, like, right next to the back entrance and yeah. stuff, so you're not reaching through the seat. Oh, okay, he's you're not in re- the seat. You're just reaching through him. Okay, yeah, so I basically reach out and grab him. Yep. Uh, so that's a seven plus my melee ability. Correct. Uh, His defense is 12. If you can, if you get a 12 or higher, you uh, I think that's going to be a 10 altogether. Okay. So he so, managed just to duck just in time. Yeah. And also, um, uh, if you're in this back seat, are you blinded as well, or do you have some ability that can sense people without the use of vision? I've got my scent ability. All right. Um, I will, yeah. Because your obscure doesn't apply to the sense of smell, purely vision, I'm yeah. going to rule that that's okay. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, you reach out, and uh, he seems to, he just sees this glowing hand fill his vision, and he yelps and immediately ducks, and you just, your hand shoots above him. Right. Okay. And and that is my turn. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.